Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What up? Big Drewski here. You're listening to the Little Tangerine Show, one of the fastest growing Tennessee balls podcast in all the land. We're averaging 1.4 million views every couple weeks. Over 650,000 views every week as of late i mean we're doing some big things guys if you want to help me out hit me up with a like share follow tweet all that fun stuff if you want to keep up with all the stuff i'm doing go to my link tree link tr.ee backslash big ladrewski got links to where you can leave a voicemail so your voice can be heard on the podcast and i will respond to it give you a little bit of shine baby other than that we're going to get on into the show. Again, follow me on social media. We're doing big things. Best, best college team in football, football. Appreciate you for sending that in, Dustin. Um, I greatly do. Uh, I do apologize. Like I said, uh, normally I would have played that during the pre-show segment, but, you know, there wasn't one this this week. I didn't do a pre-game podcast. Uh, typically I do a pre-game and then a post-game podcast. Uh, the post-game podcast a lot of times is just made up of, uh, you know, like my live streams after the game. But, yeah, um, you're right. Uh, you know, I agree with you. Tennessee it needs to just keep doing what Tennessee football does. I don't think that um, – you know, trying to change things up too much is really going to to benefit us. Um, so I do think you're right, 100%. Like, we need to just keep doing what we're doing. Now, obviously, hindsight's 2020. Um, Georgia didn't really allow us to do what, you know, what we normally do. They they had they had our number this week. Um, but, but, yeah, again, Dustin, I appreciate you for sending that in, buddy. Uh, you know, and to – Anyone else who wants to send in any comments or whatever, uh, by all means, go for it. You're allowed to send up to a one-minute response. Um, if it's not within that one minute, I may or may not play it, depending on showtime and all that. You know, I try to keep from doing these for too long. But, uh, I, I, like I said, I really appreciate you sending that in. Um, I always love getting y'all's feedback when I'm doing my lives and stuff. So, obviously, getting them, you know, getting them during the show is awesome, too. But, yeah. Um and here's the deal, you know, maybe you guys seen it, maybe you didn't. You know, I put out a video on TikTok this past weekend that went semi-viral. Um, but um, but here's the thing, guys. Like, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to make up excuses. I'm not going to, you know, pull, you know, a Bama and, a, you know, Kentucky or whatever and sit and just make up excuses about how, you know, it, oh, it was the refs and it was this and it was that. I mean, guys, you know, a handful of things. I mean, dude, you know, we got outplayed. Um, Georgia was more prepared. Uh, their stadium brought it. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, 
you know, they got loud. I mean, now I don't know if it's true or not. I've seen, you know, some people on Facebook were saying they hit a th- 133 decibels. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was actually that loud or not. Um, I'm not going to say that they fudged the numbers or anything like that by any means, but, um, you know, but, you know, it was loud. It was rocking. Our guys were affected. Um, you know, we had way too many false start penalties. Obviously, our guys are, you know, so I figured with our guys playing in Neyland that they would be used to that amount of noise. Obviously, they're not used to that amount of noise on the road. Um, we went down to the Bayou, and uh, there was a crap ton of, you know, Vols fans there. I mean, it was it sounded like they were in Neyland. If you, were ju- if you just listened to the game, you would think that we were in Neyland. It was so loud. Uh, the crowd was just absolutely rocking every time we played, you know, Rocky Top and all that. Like, you know, as soon as they showed, you know, Georgia Stadium and there was like just a little pinch of orange right there, I was like, eh, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. I was hoping we'd have more. Um, but, you know, I mean, when you run down the list, uh, Kirby was prepared. You know, he had their defense throwing that weird little shift on us all game. Not only did we not see that, we wasn't prepared for it. Uh, Nobody's really hit us with that this year. Um, I think that was also part of the reason, you know, we were causing penalties or it was causing penalties and stuff. But, you know, our guys faced some serious adversity. I mean, they they faced it, you know, against Bama, but we did have our home team to to back us up a little bit or our stadium. But they faced adversity. They came out and they got smacked in the mouth by the defending champions. Okay. Um, You know, I thought that our guys actually did a great job. I know there's people online saying, oh, you know, we got exposed. No, Yenzer. You got exposed finally. You're not a top five team. You're nothing. You're overrated. I mean, hell, we've been hearing that shit all year. Okay. First off. Nobody would have put us to go 8-0 up to the Georgia game. Nobody would have placed us, you know, not let, you know, not only in the college football playoff, but the number one team coming into the first college playoff ranking. Like, nobody would have put us that high at the beginning of the season. So, we as Vols fans finally got a taste of success, okay, uh, that we haven't – we've had success in the past, but nowhere close to this, okay, we're not used to this level of pressure. We're not used to this level of animosity um, towards us. People always talk crap, but obviously you're not a threat when you're seven and five, eight and four, you know, stuff like that. And so we also let's I mean, let's be honest. The last time we were, quote unquote, elite social media didn't even exist. OK, so we're going up against some stuff that is, you know, I remember 98, and I remember what it was like and all that, you know. um, I remember. um, But we're going up against stuff that, you know, we haven't felt in a long time, and it's all kind of new because, you know, you got all this social media stuff out there. But, you know, let's be honest. Our guys played great, you know. They just got beat down by the national champion. Just, I mean, it was one game. Um, You know, some other things, okay, in my opinion, Georgia should have never really been ranked third in the college football playoff. I don't understand why they were, okay? 
they've pretty much been number one all year. Um, they've struggled at times, which I've documented on this podcast plainly. I'm not going to deny that I have. Um, they have struggled at times against teams that they probably shouldn't have. Kent State, uh, arguably Sanford, um, you know, Mizzou. They, you know, they've struggled against them. Um, but they, you know, I don't think that they should have been ranked third. I definitely don't think that they should have been under Ohio State. I still don't understand that one. I don't know how. You know the committee. The committee must just absolutely stroke it to Ohio State because when you look at their resume, they really don't, in my opinion, deserve to be against Georgia. Okay. So Georgia was slighted. They were pissed off. Okay. They felt as if everybody forgot that they won the national championship last year. Um, they were pissed off. Vince Dooley. Okay. He just passed away. Um, they revealed at the beginning of the game that, you know, uh, they had painted his name on the sideline and all that stuff on the field. And, you know, they were they were pissed off and they were playing for Vince Dooley, who just passed away. At this point, the rest of the season, they're probably going to be, you know, uh, going to be playing for Vince. Unbeknownst to me at the time, you know, the whole thing with Stetson Bennett's number getting leaked and he had, you know, 700 plus phone calls throughout the night. Um, I didn't know about that. Obviously, I didn't know about it until after the game, which, by the way, guys, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't agree with that kind of shit. Like, you know, we can talk some trash, and we can have some fun, and we can go back and forth, and, and we can do all that stuff. But, I mean, you know, like, uh, that's where you take it a, a bit far, okay, in my opinion. That's where you take it a bit far. When you start, you know going after someone in their personal life and all that, you know, you want to go to the game and you want to, you know, yell stuff at players and stuff. That's fine. But, you know, leaking out people's personal information and shit to me, I'm just not cool with that, dude. You know, I've had people on social media try to attack me personally. Um, you know, and we all have families. We all have people that we love and care about and stuff. And, you know, when you start taking it to that, and I'm assuming it was probably, Students, I'm hoping it wasn't like grown adults that was doing that that dumb shit. But I mean, like you know, we all have families, we all have stuff. But you know, when when you take it to that level, I'm just I'm not okay with it. Uh, if you look at my my profile, it says husband, father, and proud Tennessean. Go balls! Like my family comes first. They always have. They always will. Like if it came down to me having to try to protect them or. Um, you know, anything like that, if this, all this stuff was ever getting in the way of that, I would, I would delete it all and just, you know, I would throw all this stuff away and, and move on in a heartbeat if it meant what was best for my family. Um, but, uh, yeah, but like, so I, I just, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. I don't, I don't, you know, that to me is not good sportsmanship, um, which, by the way, speaking of that, I had a, a ton of Georgia Bulldogs fans that kind of reached out to me and 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 said a lot of kind words. I do appreciate that. You know, again, if you're not following me on TikTok, at Big Ledrewski. But, um, you know, I basically just put out a video that was like, man, you know, they come out and kicked us in the teeth. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, I really thought that we were going to be more prepared and all that, and it just didn't happen, you know. But, um, 
like I said, it, neither here nor there. But, um, you know, like at the end of the day, we're all SEC. We're all kind of a dysfunctional family. That's how I look at things. But, um, you know, but back to the, the Georgia-Tennessee game. Um, but, yeah, they were just well-prepared. You know, they were ready. We wasn't. Um, you know, and again, and to me, it's not excuses. I'm just, I'm giving you reasons. But, um, you know, Jalen Hyatt, uh, he got kind of hurt, you know, banged up a little bit there on the ankle at the beginning of the game. He was kind of off. Jabari Small got hurt right off the rip. Um, I don't know that I ever even remember seeing him come back out. It was pretty much Jalen Wright and a few other guys the rest of the game. Um, you know, the uh, the offensive line, I mean, let's call it what it is. They were getting blown up all game long. Um, the defensive line uh, for Georgia – like I said, I don't know if it was because of the shift or they, you know, our guys were outmatched or whatever. But the def- defensive line brought it. I mean, they've not got pressure to the quarterback all year, and I mean, they just were absolutely in the backfield every single play. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if they like intentionally waited until they played the balls just to blow us up or what. I don't know, but uh, you know, they were just they were pissed off. They were ready. They're well, you know, well prepared. All of it lined up. And to be honest with you, like I said, you know, on lives and on a video and all that stuff on social media, uh, they were going to come out and absolutely kick their next opponent in the teeth. It just happened to be Tennessee, and we just wasn't ready. We wasn't ready to get popped in the mouth that hard. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, got in a uh, a, a fist fight that caught you off guard when, you know, you're, you're kind of going back and forth with somebody. And they just roll out and either smack you or hit you in the face, and you just wasn't expecting it, and it kind of stunned you a little bit, uh, you know. But that's kind of what it was. They came out ready and popped us. Um, there at the beginning of the game, it looked pretty good. We created a turnover right off the rip. I'm like, all right, here we go. Our defense has been making turnovers all year. You know, we're looking pretty decent. We go down, and hey, we got a field goal. You know. Uh, we'll see if Georgia wears down, but I mean Georgia just their defense held tight and it stayed that way all game. Um, Hendon Hooker had to face adversity that he's not seen all year. In my opinion, there towards the end, I feel like they recovered well. We finally started playing Tennessee football, but I mean by that point it was just you know too late. Like there wasn't at that point there wasn't anything that we could do. It was just too too little, too late. Um, again, that Georgia noise. Uh, I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, but there's one play. It was so loud in there um, that Hendon Hooker, um, he had looked to the sideline to try to call the play or, you know, figure out if there's a play call change. And um, we had like two, three guys looking towards the sideline and our daggum offensive lineman stood up and started blocking invisible ghosts and shit. Like there wasn't even anybody coming for him. He had no clue. He was like the only one, I guess, that knew that, you know, we hadn't even played yet or whatever. I don't know if he – I don't know what happened there. That was – I mean, it sucked at the time. I mean, I just kind of dropped my head and like, what are we doing? But looking back on it now, it's kind of funny. Like, he jumped up and started blo- – he's like, I'm blocking somebody. I don't care what y'all are doing. I'm blocking somebody. Uh, but, you know, like I said, they brought it. I – I know, again, there's a lot of people saying that Tennessee got exposed. I personally don't think that we got exposed. I think Georgia just – they just made a statement and said, nah, dude, we are still 
the reigning champs and we are still a threat to be reckoned with. Like, I think, you know, Georgia just proved how good that they are. Uh, I don't, like I said, I don't think it was that we, you know, or I don't think it, you know, the eight and oh thing was a fluke. I think we're a good team, especially this year, but you know, Georgia just come out and made a statement. It is what it is. Um, do I think that we might be able to get them? in the playoffs, if we were to play them again, absolutely. I, I genuinely do. Uh, I think it would be close, but, you know, I think <laughs> with a little bit more preparation and stuff, I think we might be able to, especially if it's on neutral ground. <laughs> um, but, uh, and again, you know, maybe that's blind hope, maybe that's whatever, but, you know, at, by, the, by the time it was all said and done, it was not pretty, it was not ugly, but, I mean, we only lost by a little bit more than two touchdowns. I know Georgia, you know, pulled their foot off the gas, but um, based off of what a lot of Georgia fans has told me on social media, you know, now again, this, I'm just calling it like I see it based off of what I've heard from, from people. So don't get mad and come at me. I'm just repeating what I've heard. But uh, a lot of, a lot of fans on my social media were saying like, Hey dude, not gonna lie. We were nervous coming in. Like Tennessee's been playing some good football. Uh, we, by, you know, halfway through the season, we're like, man, you know, if anybody's going to get us, it might be Tennessee. Can our defense stop that offense? It's that whole, you know, unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Is Georgia's defense that good? Is, you know, Tennessee's offense that good? Um, and to be honest with you, I was wondering that myself. And again, you know, I, I put videos and stuff out, but from a Tennessee Vols fan perspective, like, you know, you have to understand where where our mindset is. It's like, dude, we've been, you know, everybody's saying we're going to lose every single game and we keep winning. So it's like, why would we not think that we can win this one, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it was just a statement game from Georgia. Um you know, and, and like I said, people can call me a homer and they can call me a, you know, whatever. But, I mean, to be honest with you, that's just how I genuinely feel. And it, to those of you who have listened to the podcast, you know that I've called some things throughout the year. And I've told people time and time again things that I've been laughed at. I've said all year LSU is underrated. They are better than they look. People's not giving them credit because they lost to FSU and then we came in and we beat up on them pretty good. They, they do not get the respect that they deserve. Uh, you know, I've called a few upsets. Um, you know, I've, I've kind of predicted a few things along the way. I mean, I, I, know I've, I know I've talked about my bets and all that stuff. Um, but, you know, I, I've said some things on this podcast that I got laughed at but ended up being true. Here Now here we are, LSU is you know, in the hunt for the SEC championship. And, and there's some things that, are, that have happened. Um, I put out my college football, you know, how I feel like it should be. Now, obviously, I kind of favored Tennessee over TCU. But, um, you know, I've, I've put some stuff out there. And, and, you know, when I said at the beginning of the year, I put in a $150 bet that, uh, you know, the Vols was going to win eight games. There's people laughing at me and said, dude, I don't know. I mean, they'll be lucky if they win seven. You know, second-year coach, you know, all that stuff. I mean, we've heard it all before, but second-year coach and, you know, they didn't really have things fingered out there, and, you know, it's all stuff that we've heard. Uh, by the way, I don't know if my phone cut out there or not, but all I was saying was just uh, 
people thought I was crazy when I put in a $150 bet there at the beginning of the year for eight games. Uh, and here we are. We went 8-0, and and I won, put, put a little jingle jangle in my pocket, and it was nice. Uh, I ne- uh, off that $150 bet, I netted 78 It was a free bet, but, uh, man, if, if I would have put in $150. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, like, you know, people thought I was crazy. Uh, my cousin's got, I think, two separate bets in on Hindu winning the Heisman. At the time, it was like plus 4,000 or maybe even 40,000 odds. I don't remember. I think it was like plus 4,000. But he put uh, either, I think he said he put $50 in at the time. And, um, you know, when, if Hendon wins the hook, the, if Hendon wins the hooker, if Hendon wins, wins the Heisman, that's like a $2,000 to $2,500 um, net he's going to make off that. I mean, we're doing things that people just didn't think were possible. Um, you know, but again, and, you know, one thing I will say, um, Georgia fans, 90% of you guys have been, you know, have shown me nothing but respect. Um, you know, I, I tried to show Georgia respect on my social media posts and stuff there. Um, 90% of you guys have shown me nothing but respect. And I thank you for that. Um, the other 10%, they've been kind of cocky and arrogant and whatever, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. They're team one. I'm not going to hate on them for that or nothing like that. Um, there has been within that 10% though, a lot of people are like, yeah, y'all had a good season, man. Better luck next time. I'm like, whoa, hold on. I'm giving you know, giving credit where credit is due, a hundred percent. Georgia played good. They beat us. You know, uh, hopefully we recover and finish out the way we're supposed to. But like our season isn't over. Um, I've been calling it for weeks now. The Georgia game, in my opinion, as a Tennessee fan, don't matter because like literally, if we lose to Georgia, if we were gonna lose one, it would need to be to Georgia because in the end, I don't know that it's really gonna hurt us that much. Um, there's a lot of people saying, well, yeah, but if you don't win the SEC championship, I mean, dude, if our only team that we lose to is the number one team in America and we only lost by a little bit over two touchdowns, um, you, you factor that in with some of our other quality wins that we've had. Um, and I think that it's very possible that Georgia might pull us into the playoffs. I would absolutely love to play them again just to see. Like, hey, man, are they really that good? Or did we just have an off game? Can we beat the dogs? Smokey versus Ugga. I mean, I got to cling on to hope, right? Like, what kind of fan would it be if I, if I didn't, right? But, you know, part of me is like, you know, hey, dude, I mean, I genuinely think right now, um, with the exception of – you know, obviously TCU, Ohio State, and Michigan. Right now, I'm like, man, I don't know. As a Tennessee Vols fan, an SEC fan, or whatever, part of me genuinely thinks that, man, Tennessee and Georgia may be the two best teams. Do they deserve another shot? Um, if Georgia beats them twice, hands down. They are the undisputed champs, in my opinion, especially as a Vols fan. But, um, you know, if the Vols got another shot on neutral turf, would they win? Um, you know, I don't know. Um, the, the idea of that is titillating. But either way, again, not going to make excuses. Georgia played a great game. Um, now that things have shaken, you know, and again, you know, I've been calling it 
for a while that, you know, if Tennessee's only loss, knock on wood, came against Georgia, I think they pull us in. Um, I've said over and over and over in my lives, I didn't feel confident in Clemson. Clemson's been shaky this year. Their quarterback play struggled on and off. I've lost too much money on them. Um, you know, I still don't feel super confident with Ohio State. Um, I know everybody's like, oh, no, dude, they're the Ohio State. But I just, I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, they've not played enough games. Everybody keeps hollering about Oregon. No, Oregon, Oregon. If their only loss is to Georgia. Yeah, you know, and Georgia absolutely whooped the dog shit out of them. We lost by, you know, a couple touchdowns and some change. Um, that game was at home to Georgia. Yeah, it wasn't pretty on our part. But, yeah, and there's some people that would say, you know, oh, Georgia took their foot off the gas and all that. Well, it, I mean, that may be true. But when you're looking at it on paper, like the committee and everybody's going to be looking at it, by the end of the year, they're going to be saying, well, you know, Tennessee Vols, their only loss was the number one team in the nation, and they only lost by a couple touchdowns. Now, obviously, that's going to depend on Georgia winning out. As long as they don't get, you know, like two, two up in the air and whatever. Um, now, again, I mean, the balls have been struggling. Uh, or, well, they struggled against Georgia. Georgia has struggled at times against other teams. So, again, I don't know, maybe – Something happens and they lose again. If they do at that point, I think our season's pretty much over. Um, but I think no matter what, we stay ahead of Oregon because, again, how we both played Georgia. I know that Oregon played them at the beginning of the year. They've gotten better and all that, which is another thing that pisses me off. Um, everybody was talking about how LSU and Bama sucked because we beat them. Now all of a sudden LSU, you know, there's a bunch of people saying, well, this is a different LSU team than what the balls play. This is a different team. This is, dude, I've been saying it this whole season. They are underrated just because they lost too, just because we beat them by a few doesn't mean that they're not good. They are still a good team. They're still going to make a little noise. I've said it all year, but it just annoys the shit out of me how, um, you know, Everybody's always like, oh, yeah, dude, they suck. They suck. Oh, well, you know, that's not the same. T like, dude, I, I can't. I don't know what to tell you. I can't help it. We're good. Like, you're just you're going to have to, like, get used to Tennessee being good. But let's look at the final stat lines. Hendon Hooker, 195 yards, 23 for 33. He did have the one interception. Um, You know, I mean, underthrew it a little bit on the inside he had tillman going down uh, it was a great play by the defensive back ring i think it was ringo or whatever his name is ringer something like that i don't keep up with georgia like their players and stuff quite as much but um jalen Wright recovered well 21 carries 80 uh, 69 yards three and a half yards a carry one touchdown uh hendon hooker 18 carries, 17 yards. He was just absolutely running for his life. Jabari Small only touched the ball three times. So again, I don't think that um, I don't think that he ever came back after he got hurt. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but would have been nice to have had him. Jalen Wright, I mean, absolutely held his own. Um, Cedric Tillman was kind of the centerpiece of the offense. Jalen Hyatt, you know, he had got you know banged up his ankle or whatever there at the beginning, but. Tillman, seven catches, 68 yards, average 10, you know, about 10 yards a catch. Jalen Hyatt, also 10 yards a catch, six receptions, 63 yards. I mean, they actually did finally keep him locked up 
for, you know, I mean, and, and Hendon missed a few passes downfield that he's made all season. But again, he was out there running around for his life. When he finally did get enough time to get a you know decent pass off, he just overthrew it. Brew McCoy, six catches, 38 yards. Uh, I tell you, I still think Brew McCoy is going to make a little noise in the NFL. I love watching him play, dude. Um, on the defense, uh, I don't, uh, we did, uh, yeah, we did create one, um, turnover, um, but, uh, no interceptions or anything like that. Stetson Bennett, 257 yards, two touchdowns. He played great. Uh, looked great. Um, you know, their running backs and stuff, nobody really went over 52 yards. So I still think that the Vols did a decent job of holding their run game. Um, the only plays that really we gave up was big plays Stetson Bennett's touchdown 13 yard scramble we put some pressure on him he scrambled out made a great play dough for the touchdown um my hat's off to him um but yeah um for the most part I felt like we kept the running game in check um other than a few you know scampers that went for decent yards um Georgia just was airing it out man um you know, they played great. Looking at the side-by-side, again, uh, Tennessee's total uh, total yards, 289. Obviously, that's a season low. Georgia's total yards, 387. 257 of those came through the um, the air. Uh, or 200, did I say 287? 257 of those came through the air. They had 130 rushing yards. The Vols had 195 passing, 94 rushing. Uh, we were averaging 3.9 yards per play. They were averaging 6.2. We had more first downs, 21 first downs to 18. Um, third down efficiency was just bad. Um, of course, we were probably averaging like third and 15 because of all the penalties. But um, we got two of 14. They got seven to 12. Fourth down, three for five. We ran 75 total plays. They ran 62. Both teams punted four times. It felt like we punted 100 times in that game because we don't normally punt a lot. Um, but the biggest one right here, nine penalties, 55 yards. And I think the majority of our penalties was false starts. We lost one fumble. They lost two fumbles. So we had – oh, yeah, I forgot when it started raining, Georgia fumbled again. We threw one interception. Uh, time of possession was even 29 minutes to 31 minutes, uh, 29 being the Vols. Uh, <clears throat> but, yes, there again, um, you know, like I said, um, we played a great game. In my opinion, I'm proud of our boys. I'm proud of what we've done up to this point. Um, I've seen a lot of people trying to blame Hendon. I mean, that shit pisses me off because I'm like, dude, you know, he's out there running for his life. It's not all on him. He's carried us and played incredibly well. Like, he's doing off game. Like, let's keep things positive. Um, let's not do what the, you know, the underbelly of the Tennessee Vols, fan base i've already heard a couple people say well, i don't know why we're not playing milton i don't know why we're not playing milton like dude we have the front runner for the heisman like what are you talking about even after he struggled still the front runner for the heisman like why why do you say things that make making no sense like hendon has played incredible he's doing off game but the entire team struggled. Like, I don't understand why there's people that are – I mean, he, the man threw one interception. He was running around for his life. I mean, how many times did he get sacked? 
Like, dude, I don't. That was a stat line. I don't think that the that they showed on there. It was. I mean, Georgia had a. It was like seven sacks, eight sacks, nine sacks, something like that. I mean, they. Uh, Hendon was running for his life. He made a few great plays. Was there a couple times he should have thrown it away? Absolutely. And there's a couple times he held on to the ball. He's trying to make a play. That one, I don't know why he didn't throw it out of bounds. He took the sack and lost like five or six yards. Um, that one, you know, he had a few plays where he struggled. He had a few plays where he made something happen, and he made some good plays. But overall, if you even if you took this one game, our worst game, and you factored it into the our you know resume for this entire season, it wasn't great. But you know. I'm proud of our guys. I'm balls fan through and through. And I mean, as a general rule, I like to try to keep things positive, but you know, I know the fan base is upset and stuff, but I mean, we should all be proud of how we've played this year. Even I can't tell you the hundreds and hundreds and thousands, even of Georgia fans that hopped on my, my page this weekend and said that we played a great game. We should keep our head up and that, you know, all that um, have said nothing but absolutely great things. And, you know, we should be proud. But our season's not over yet. We lost. We're used to it. Let's move on. Let's look at the next game and let's keep rocking that orange, baby. Know what I'm saying? I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate all love on social media. Again, this is Big Drewski. You're listening to the Little Tangerine Show. Like, follow, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Hit me up on social media at Big Ledrewski. Um, if you want to follow all my stuff, go to linktr.ee backslash Big Ledrewski or just Google Linktree. I need to just go ahead and yeah, I need to figure something out with that. But anyways, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.